everybody, and welcome back to the Seattle Sports Today podcast. I am your host, Jared Johnson. This is episode three of the podcast. Uh, I took a week off, mostly due to travel, uh, as I was down in L.A. visiting some family, but glad to be back, and let's get into some sports. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about the Mariner Spring Training, which is underway. Pitchers and catchers reported the other day. Uh, we'll also get into some Seahawks offseason stuff, um, including franchise tagging uh, Frank Clark, possibly A.B. to Seattle. And another rumor just hitting the wave today was is Russell Wilson wanting to go to the Giants. So we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, we'll also talk NBA All-Star Game, which happened last weekend. Um, we'll... We'll dive into that a little bit. Um, and then last but not certainly not least, we'll pass a question off to the homies to answer. So stick around and we'll get into this. Okay, so we're uh, so first things first is this week, the Seattle Mariners started spring training back up. Um, and in fact, I think they had their first game yesterday, although it ended up being rained out as it was snowing in Arizona and Vegas and Los Angeles yesterday, which is just crazy. But they had their first game. They, I think they only played one inning, but they scored five runs. Uh, and then I think they called it after that. But uh, I'm excited for baseball to get going again. It's nice to to have a sport playing. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm never a big fan of this. Um, off time in between when football ends and baseball begins again. Um, but uh, it's, 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 this, it's going to be an interesting spring training, lots of young players, lots of new, there's still quite a few veterans of the team. However, um, I feel like most of those guys are just building a, a resume maybe to get traded uh, for a younger player. Um, we'll have to see on that one, but but I have a hard time believing that guys like Jay Bruce and Edwin Encarnacion and even D. Gordon and Mike Leake are on this team uh, past the All-Star break. And, and and I wouldn't be shocked if any if either of them or any of them are traded during spring training. Um, if they if somebody gets injured on another team or uh, I guess that would be the main reason. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't really see a team just going out to trade for them for no reason. It would have already happened then. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, we'll see how Felix, how Felix, uh, plays if he's, if he'll be on this team much past the all-star break or, um, maybe he can build some value and they could trade him. I doubt it because he gets paid too much, but you never know. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see some of the new faces, uh, the Japanese pitcher, uh, who escapes my brain right now, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes so far. I've heard good things. Um, but yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm excited, like I said, and, uh, we'll see where it goes. So jumping off to the Seahawks off season, um, the deadline to tag Frank Clark is coming up quickly. Um, I think it's maybe a week away or right around there. Um, but, uh, I believe if they don't have a contract extension with him, they will trade him or not trade him, franchise tag him, um, they will, uh, they, that's pretty much a given. I feel like, um, there's no reason not to at this point, like he's their best defensive lineman 
probably for certain and uh and they can't afford to lose him for nothing especially so uh that's likely i'd say and then the there's been a rumor or at least a nfl network rumor i guess they released a little video talking about the possibility of the seahawks franchising frank clark and then trading him to the pittsburgh steelers for antonio brown um and I don't know about that, but I mean, I, in fact, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I can't imagine Antonio Brown doing well with Baldwin and Lockett to all together. I mean, it would be a vicious punch, but our offense doesn't pass the ball enough to to um, to validate that match. That many receivers getting paid as much as those three guys together does. So I just don't see it happening. Plus, we'd be losing, like I said, our best defensive lineman. Um, so I just don't think it's going to happen, but it was an interesting topic and, a, and interesting that they think that the Seahawks, uh, are, that's an option for the Seahawks, I guess. Um, I, I just don't believe that it is. However, I would have said that same thing about, uh, a guy like Jimmy Graham. I would never thought Jimmy Graham was, a like a Seahawks kind of player. Uh, I always thought he was soft, um, which is easy for me to say behind a mic, but, uh, I just felt like he wasn't the kind of player that the Seahawks usually would would want. So uh, we'll see, I guess, but it, it it doesn't seem likely to me. The, the other big story with Seahawks uh, this week is uh, Colin Coward came out with a report saying that Russell Wilson and Sierra, who is his wife, uh, wanted to live in New York. And uh, so thus Russell Wilson wasn't interested in um, having a contractor stitch with the Seahawks um, because he wanted to go to the Giants. Um, this uh, this report supposedly came from some music uh, agents or something like that, or agents in the entertainment business, I guess. Um, but I I have a hard time believing it. I mean, maybe there's a like a part of Russell Wilson that would like to go to New York because it's a bigger market or whatever. But a lot of people have argued that um, that it doesn't matter where you live anymore. Like you could be a star. And in a lot of ways, Russell Wilson is a big star, even though he's been in Seattle his whole career. Um, he's been on TV shows and on commercials and all that stuff. So um, I, I don't know if, how much that matters anymore. Although uh, Russell Okung, who is the he's an offensive lineman tackle, he used to be on the Seahawks. Now he's on the Chargers. Uh, he posted on his uh, Instagram actually about this story and said, "Oh, what do you guys think of Russell Wilson wanting to go to the Giants? Or do you, you know, what do you think of that? I guess." And fans wrote a bunch of things, and and in the end, I think one of them said that they thought he it didn't matter. They said they said it doesn't matter about media, like he can get that anywhere. And Russell Kung responded to this person and said uh, that in Seattle, yes, Russell Wilson is a national star, but if he moved to New York, he may become a world star. And, and that's a good point to me. Like, I, I didn't really think about it that way. Like, he could become more world known, maybe, if he's in New York um, through, you know, sponsorships and all that stuff. I don't think it's not possible for him to do it from Seattle. Uh, it just may be more likely to happen in, in New York or L.A., I guess. Um, but <clears throat> I guess we'll see on that. I just don't think that it's likely that uh, quarterbacks don't move that often. 
Um, chances are, even if he didn't sign a contract, they would franchise him. And I mean, unless the Giants wanted to give up a crap ton of uh, picks, I'm pretty sure, and maybe even a player, then I don't think the Seahawks would even consider it. Um, I think that they would try to hold on to him, give him everything they could. Um, I just don't think you lose a franchise quarterback that often. Um, I mean, Drew Brees did move, but he wasn't as good a quarterback before he left when he was with the Chargers. Um, He did have a couple of good years, but he wasn't the same as he obviously is now or he has been for the last several years. So it will be interesting to see what happens, but I believe they'll come with a contract extension. I know they haven't had a lot of talks, but I actually believe that's because the CX usually don't talk until getting closer to spring training or yeah, whatever spring training. What is it called? Yeah. Until it gets closer to mini camps and stuff like that, where they get, where they start to play. That's usually when they come up with extensions. It feels like, um, and I think that's when Russell's last extension came out. So I think that's what we're aiming. They're aiming for. Um, so we'll see, I guess, but that's just not what I think is going to happen. Also wanted to throw in that, like John Clayton, who is a NFL writer. If you if you ever listen to Seven Ten ESPN, he's on there all the time. Um, he he talks and he's big into NFL. Like he knows he knows a lot. And he said uh, he he felt like this was poor journalism on Colin Coward's part, mostly because he doesn't believe it will ever happen, and he doesn't believe that it is a true story. I guess or or that it's um, I guess valid. I don't know, um, but. I guess we'll see going forward. Hopefully they just come up with a contract extension and put all this stuff behind them. Um, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, uh, given that Russell Wilson is, you know, our franchise quarterback. So we'll see. But switching gears one more time, uh, the NBA all had its all-star game last weekend. Um, it was, a, it was a, I think, Saturday night and in which Team LeBron took on the Greek Freaks team and uh, they uh, it ended up being LeBron James team one uh, made a great comeback or a big time comeback in the second half. Um, and Kevin Durant was the MVP. He had a pretty good game. Uh, but I think the bigger story to me is that uh, this all-star game is getting ridiculous. Uh, and in fact, most all-star games are ridiculous at this point. The three major sports um MLB, NBA, and NFL, at least the NFL and, M- and NBA are just, uh, I don't even know what you can call them anymore. Uh, the sport, the all-star games, they're just terrible. Um, in this one, there was 167 threes. I'm pretty, I think that's the number is right around there. If it wasn't that, um, there was 167 threes taken in the game. And I would say, I would venture to guess that maybe a dozen of them at most were guarded. Uh, uh, mostly it was just a three-point contest and a slam dunk contest kind of in, in there, mixed in there also. Um, so, I mean, yes, that's cool stuff to watch, but I would much rather watch a competitive game um, as far as like playing some defense. Let's, let's actually, let's actually make some effort, I guess. Um, I would love to see maybe there needs to be more money on the line or something. I know that there's probably already some money. I know the MLB, and I think the NFL definitely have money on the line in their all-star games, but uh, maybe that's the way the NBA makes it more uh, interesting is by putting a lot more money on the line. Um, 
Uh, it's not, I mean, even no matter what they put on the line, it's not going to be that much money to them. So it will be kind of hard, but it would be cool to see more effort, um, more defensive effort, especially. <laughs> um, uh, it's an entertaining to see dunks and stuff like that, but I feel like to have a more competitive game and like a real game between the best players in the world uh, would be more entertaining to me. So uh, we'll have to see on that again. Uh, hopefully there's some changes to be made. Either that or just do away with the game entirely and just keep the slam dunk contest and the three point contest. And we'll just watch those because uh, I don't, I don't need to see them twice, <laughs> I guess is the best way to say it. So, so that's about all I got to say about that. Um, we'll move on to the segment that's been sweeping the world. Uh, last week we debuted this segment, uh, Pass It to the Homies, in which we uh, come up with a question. I sent it to uh, a friend or friends of the show uh, the week before and let them think about it, and then they give me a response. So that's what we're going to do. Last week we had Matt and Ricky on, and they, they agreed to come back. And this time I think they have a special guest. Uh, their special guest is Ryan. And the question I asked was, who is on your Mount Rushmore of Seattle sports? And uh, so without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and So this is Vag here with a fellow Fairweather Friends co-host, Ricky. How's it going? And then our friend and uh, most recent guest on our show, Ryan. How you doing? Doing well, thanks. Uh, you want to learn more about how we know Ryan? Check out our show, Fairweather Friends Podcast, on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, <laughs> other ones. Transistor FM on now. Yeah, that's right. Shameless plug right off the bat. Uh, but so, guys, Jared wants to know who we would put on our Seattle Mount Rushmore. Before we go into it, I got to ask, can we claim Bill Russell since he coached the Sonics and has lived in Seattle for about 40 years? No, and I've thought about that. <laughs> I, I, know. I, I knew it was a no, but I had to throw it out there. Honorable mention. Uh, all right, Ryan, let's get yours first. But before you give them, kind of go by the barometer you used, like whether it was like most loved, most memorable, greatest. Uh, kind of a combination thereof. Like he, I wanted to represent all the major pro sports in Seattle. Um, and then I threw out the Sounders because they haven't been in Seattle long enough, even though they've won a championship in the last few years. I, I couldn't think of an iconic player who I felt would be on a Seattle sports Mount Rushmore representing them. I mean, there's only one. I was going to put him in honorable mentions. Clint Dempsey. He's on my list. He's on, but he's famous for being Captain America. Yeah, that's what it matters. More than being a Seattle sports athlete. I felt like, yeah, he, his, he's more memorable as a, a Team USA guy. And our soccer league's obviously uh, sub subpar for around the world. That shootout to win the cup, though, is pretty exciting. It is. And he's, a, I mean, it, even though he did it for Team USA, he was a Seattle guy doing it. But yeah, yeah. So from there, I kind of eliminated them. And then I moved on to baseball. And uh, I had to go with Edgar Martinez because he was a lifetime Mariner. He coached for the Mariners afterwards up until just last season. Still lives in the Pacific Northwest. Um, like what, I mean, you know, finally elected to the Hall of Fame. What personifies being a Seattle sports icon more than him? And then I realized, well, if I'm going to choose Edgar, I have to go with Griffey because Griffey's more iconic than Edgar. It's like, you know, Safeco Field now, T-Mobile Park is the house that Griffey built. 
There's a He's statue of him. Yeah, we're statue. sitting right out there. Um, so you, if I go with Edgar, I had to go with Griffey. So immediately, there's two right there. There's baseball done. Edgar Martinez and Ken Griffey Jr. So then I moved to I moved to football from there, and I started thinking, all right, well, Seahawks obviously won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 48. Um, team famous for really two things: Marshawn Lynch and the Legion of Boom. Marshawn Lynch was a Seahawk for not a long time. In the grand scheme of things, five years. Yeah, couldn't go with Marshawn Lynch, even though he was probably the like the face that people most identify with that Super Bowl winning team. I couldn't well, that's go more with him. Back to the loved thing than the loved, but I mean, he was also he carried that team on his back. He was rushing top three rusher in the NFL during those those Super Bowl runs. I mean, he, I mean that beast mode run I mean, that was that was before the Super Bowl era, but that beast mode run against the Saints will forever live in infamy. Which this should never have happened because it should have never been in Seattle, but whole other argument. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, though, when you're talking about iconic players who also were truly great, I mean, he's he's now over 10,000 yards rushing for his career, but half of those were done in either Buffalo or Oakland. So uh, I couldn't go with Marshawn, and I couldn't choose a member of the Legion of Boom, and two-thirds of them are you know, left on bad terms. So I couldn't go with a Legion of Boom member. So I started thinking, of, well, Bobby Wagner or Russell Wilson – Russell Wilson needs to win a few more Super Bowls to, uh, I think, be included there. Bobby Wagner, at least three more years at this all-pro caliber level for a linebacker to be included up on that Mount Rushmore. So then I went through our Hall of Famers, uh, Cortez Kennedy, uh, Kenny Easley. What? Oh, gosh. Uh, now I'm going to draw a blank on the name. Uh, Walter Jones. Thank you. Left tackle. Walter Jones was really close. I mean, probably the greatest left tackle of all time. No, uh, none of, going, uh, where I think you're going. None of them were great. I got to Steve Largent as the, uh, the original Hall of Famer, and he's my runner up. Because I still don't think people choose him as the most iconic Seahawk. And I started thinking then more about what personifies football in the Pacific Northwest. And I think if I was going to choose someone to represent the Seahawks, I would choose Paul Allen. I would choose the owner that kept them in Seattle to represent the Seahawks because the Seahawks were mediocre. I mean, Steve Largent, when he retired, greatest receiver statistically in all time when he retired before the passing statistics that make receivers what they are today. But I would have to go, uh, I think, Paul Allen because he kept the team in Seattle, built CenturyLink Field, and really under his ownership, the team became a contender and and a team worthy of championships and a Super Bowl winning team. So I choose him to represent football and then uh, basketball. I uh, looks back, you know, Lenny Wilkins, you could have chose the guy that coached. He played for the songs for a while, then coached them to the championship in 79. Could have gone Nate McMillan, Mr. Sonic, who was a lifetime Sonic and then also coached them. Gary Payton was my runner up. Uh, I love the glove. He's, I remember one of my first all time basketball memories is watching him play Jordan in the finals. Gary Payton is awesome. But if you're going to represent basketball in Seattle, I think you, you have to go Sue Bird. Sue Bird. Uh, Stole it. <laughs> Three-time champion in the WNBA, four-time Olympic gold medalist. Been in the Seattle Storm since, what, 2002? So I think, uh, I think Sue Bird has to represent basketball as the fourth head on the Seattle Mount Rushmore. And yeah, no arguments any of those guys. I know Ricky, when Jared messaged us about it, threw out Lou Pinella as a non-player. He, he was definitely someone I thought of, Tenchel. along with uh, Randy Johnson, both 51s, Randy Johnson and Ichiro. Oh, yeah, Ichiro. But, yeah, I got a lot of honorable mentions. <laughs> so, uh, Rick, Ricky, let's hear yours. Uh, um, yeah, you definitely had some interesting thinking on yours of 
I'm the least uh, can't argue with any of it. Definitely not the route I went for most of it. The least biggest fan of Seattle sports. So mine are kind of just you know recent. Uh, Super Bird was one of them. Clint MC said uh, I went with Griffey just because uh, you know the kid. Yeah, and then I had Lynch just because of Beast Quick. Lynch. I'm surprised you guys both went Sue Bird because she's iconic. I thought I was going to crack her out. I didn't. I didn't realize quite how popular she was in Seattle. Mostly, I guess, because the WNBA is not that popular. Um, before I throw mine out, do honorable mentions. Uh, you guys, like, you had Edgar in yours. He's, I've got an honorable mention along Ichiro's, with, uh, yeah, Randy Johnson, Ichiro, Felix. Yeah. Who's Felix now in double digit years for sure. Um, Lifer. Sean Kemp. Sean Ray Allen. Uh, I don't think Ray Allen was ever that loved when he was in Seattle. And they were pretty successful. And he really wasn't there that long. They had, they had one playoff run, really. I don't know. Yeah, uh, football, it was between you know Walter Jones, Cortez Kennedy, like you said. Uh, Wilson, I feel like, could get on there. We won't go into the rumors on him and whether he'll stay a Seahawk. Uh, but he should be up there eventually, if not. And like we said, Dempsey was definitely a runner-up. Uh I guess I was all the runner-ups I wanted to mention. So mine, I've got the kid, Griffey, <laughs> Gary Payton, partly a fanfare, but I mean, I mostly went with the greatest, like who were the greatest in their sport. And so Griffey, obviously, if he didn't play such hard defense and get himself hurt all the time, he could have gone down as the greatest hitter of all time. Payton is top five or 10 in assists per game. I mean, assists total for career. Top five in steals. All-time defender. Uh, Sue Bird, I thought I was going to be sneaky with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely greatest trash talker. Yeah, Sue Bird, like you said, she also had 11 uh, all-star appearances, two NCAA championships at UConn. Um, and with the Seahawks, I went large in it because when he retired, he was undebatably the greatest receiver of all time at that time. He retired with the most career catches, yards, and receiving touchdowns. Back when receiving was not the statistical ph- phenomenon that it is now. Well, exactly. He did it before. Yeah. It's it's like if a current Seahawks player led the league for even one season in <laughs> catches and yards, like with what our offense is, throwing the ball 25 times a game. Like to put up the numbers he did. I mean, the lead in all three of those categories is tough. And I don't know. All you can do is compare, as judge a guy based on how they did when they played. And when he played, he was hands down the greatest of all time. So that was my yeah. four. I figured they're. Uh, to skateboarding in a sport? It's an Olympics now. It is. Who would be a Seattle guy for skating? Uh, Corey Kennedy is pretty good. But we'll have to take like your word for that one. He's, he's around. <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to just ask about that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize it was an Olympic sport now, but that's right. I guess I have. I did see it last. Uh, it was two years ago, or no? Summer was three years ago because this upcoming one, twenty twenty summer, right? Yeah. So, David, when I see it on TV, I never am really aware of what contest it is. I mean, you just assume <laughs> X Games. But uh, all right, Jared, that was our uh, our two cents on Seattle's uh, Mount. Mount Rushmore. Now let's hear uh, your stupid opinion. Tom Brady's <laughs> overrated. <laughs> okay, so shots fired there by Matt. Uh, I, but I appreciate your opinion, and I appreciate uh, Ricky and and Ryan joining in on that. Um, it was a it was a 
interesting, interesting conversation. In fact, it may have changed my opinion on who my Mount Rushmore uh, Seattle sports are. Um, so my first thought when I was thinking about this question was obviously to me, it's Griffey. You had to, you had to think Griffey, but then you also had to think Edgar Martinez because, uh, Edgar maybe is more Seattle sports. Um, Griffey was a better player. Um, but he didn't spend his whole career in Seattle. Um, although his best years maybe were in Seattle. Um, so when I was thinking about it, I was trying to come between those two. Uh, so I really like that that Ryan decided to put them both on there. Uh, makes it a lot easier on you. Uh, so I think what I came down to is Edgar Martinez. Put Edgar Martinez on there. He was, you know, he was on Seattle the entire time. He he like Ryan said he coached here and he has a street named after him. Uh, he has the DH award named after him. He's you know he. He is everything that stands for Seattle, I'd say, and especially in sports. So next, I was trying to think of Seahawks. Um, and for the Seahawks, I thought um, my first thought was Steve Largent. Um, and then I started thinking a little more. And I also wanted I thought about Walter Jones and Max Strong, who uh, the fullback, because uh, I love those guys while they were here. Um, and Walter Jones was here his whole career. So. Uh, I thought those two were possibilities. And then uh, I had pretty much come to the conclusion that Steve Largent should be it because he was the best uh, wide receiver ever at the point, like like Matt was saying, um, the best wide receiver ever at the point of his, when he retired. Um, but But Ryan's argument for Paul Allen really, really just made me it got me. It got me. I tell you, and I and it, I think I'll switch it to Paul Allen because he did save the team, and and without him, we wouldn't have a championship, as far as I see it. I mean, everything that the Seahawks did from the point he came on has has helped the team and made them what they are today, and and it's it's pretty amazing to me. And and there's a very good possibility they would have moved had he not come in and 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 bought the team. So uh, I think I have to put Paul Allen on there. So that's Edgar Martinez first, Paul Allen second. Uh, I thought I was going to be alone in picking Sue Bird, but uh, I guess not. Uh, the, she seems to be a pretty unani the unanimous choice. Uh, she is everything uh, in Seattle sports. She has been here the whole her whole career. She was an awesome college player also um but she she has been you know just the quintessential i mean similar to edgar martinez in a lot of ways to me uh in that she was just very good for a long time and and a hall of famer and uh really uh great in the community and and she stuck around the entire time never never considered leaving um and stuff like that. So uh, I think that she she definitely is up there for me. And I would have never guessed that that she would be the unanimous decision um, between all of us. So that's kind of an interesting, um, interesting thing. Uh, the last person I decided to come on uh, to bring on as the as the fourth of my Mount Rushmore of Seattle sports was Gary Payton. Um, and the reason for that is that I feel like given the choice, Gary Payton would have been on the C the Sonics his whole career. 
Um, he left because of the ownership of Howard Schultz being a, you know, what he is. <laughs> and because of that, he left and was traded. Uh, I don't think he really wanted to leave. Um, and I think that had there still been a team, he would have come back potentially to retire as a Sonic. And the fact that he's been so loyal since retiring even, uh, he 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 will not get his jersey retired in Oklahoma City. And he's always here fighting for the to bring back a team. Um, so I, I had to put him up there, um, maybe slightly more than Sean Kemp, um, just because Kemp did leave and and leave uh i feel like on a little more unsettling terms maybe um but even then kemp could be an honorable mention for sure uh detla shrimp you could do that but he spent most of his career away uh hersey hawkins those guys are all like big time uh guys that i liked i guess maybe not necessarily greatest of all time in seattle sports but uh same with uh nate mcmillan you could say the same thing he was mr sonic um and so that's where I think I stand on that. Um, I want to thank you guys again for the for for coming in on the show and giving your opinions. Uh, that's Matt, Ricky, and Ryan. Matt and Ricky run the podcast Fairweather Friends. Uh, you can find it on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and everything else that you can get your podcasts on. Um, so check them out. They're pretty cool guys. Um, we are actually in the process of starting a network with or at least I am with uh Ricky and Matt. So we'll that will be coming down the road um with more shows, different different topics and other things like that. So it'll be interesting. Um I'm working on at least one other show and maybe two. Um and I know that they have some thoughts in their their heads also on some other shows, um ideas and such. So we'll see where that goes. Also, I wanted to mention that we are in the process of changing the name of this show to Rain City Sports. And the reason being is that I never really liked the name Seattle Sports today. Uh, I just didn't want to not start a show because I couldn't figure out a good name. So I finally figured out a good name and uh, I think I'm going to go with that. So I've changed the name of the show on Spotify and iTunes and all that. And also I have changed the Twitter handle to underscore rain city sports uh so that's underscore rain city sports on twitter uh so check me out there follow and maybe uh send me uh send me your comments and your thoughts on the mount rushmore of seattle sports if if you don't agree with what we said or or uh if you i don't know just give me your opinion i want to know uh so or if you have questions um so anyways i think that's it for this show uh please subscribe, listen, uh, send me messages. You know, if you're interested in being on the show, let me know. Uh, you can, you can get a hold of me on Twitter is probably the easiest way at this point, but we'll get, we'll get further into that as we go. Um, but I appreciate you listening. And if you made it all the way through this, uh, that's awesome. And, and thank you very much. Uh, I think I'm out. <laughs>